Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillahi wahda Wassalatu wassalamu ala mala nabiyya ba'da Ala mala nabiyya ba'dahu Wala kitaba ba'da kitabihi Wala shari'ata ba'da shari'atih Wala ummata ba'da ummatih Amma ba'du fa'udhu billahi minash Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Inna Allah ashtara minal mu'minina anfusahum Wa amwalahum bi anna lahumul jannah وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يكون هواه تبعا لما جئت به أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يا رب صلي وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله Most respected honorable brothers friends in Islam السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته one of the most important things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed every one of us with is this wealth of iman. And the preservation of this iman is via our amal. If you look at the human structure and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created the human body, then one of the most important vital organs of the body is the heart. If the heart is intact, then a person's entire body will be moving in the right direction, a person will be healthy. But the moment a person in his heart, he's sick, he's got some disorder, challenges in his heart, then there's lethargy, he's just not up to it, he doesn't have the steam and the go to do things, all because of the heart. And that is a physical aspect. And very similar, does it apply in a spiritual aspect? That if a person's heart is damaged, then he doesn't really have that urge, that want to do things. And spiritually, if the heart is fine, then the person can do things. And how important for every one of us, as the Ummah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that we be very cautious and guarded with regards to the feelings of people. Because the feelings of a person is what he feels in his heart. Person goes for a proposal, then he makes istikhara. Then the question is, how are you feeling? First question, how are you feeling? Person says, after the istikhara, I'm feeling positive. Then he wants to say, can I put my proposal in now that I'm ready to propose for this girl? I'm feeling right. Sometimes there is a business opportunity, some venture, and the person has got all documentation in front of him. One of the most important questions, how you feel about this? What do you feel about it? Now this is very important for us to even the extent in the life of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, a lady had come. Now this was a different level of iman. A lady had committed zina. She comes to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam and she says, Today we do sin and we will hide the sin. She comes to Nabi Salasam fully understanding, knowing that the punishment to be meted out to her is stoning to death. But she comes to Nabi Salasam, Tahir me. Ya Rasulullah, purify me. How do I go to Allah when there is still some sin for me to account to in the, in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? I rather tolerate the punishment of this world not the punishment of akhirat. So Nabi Sam turns away. She comes again. She says, Ya Rasulullah, tahir ni, I committed zina. In some narration, it comes up to four times. She confessed. 
and she sees, Ya Rasulullah, I have committed zina. Nabi Sam said, no problem. She's confessed four times. Let's uh, prepare the grounds for the pelting of this lady to pelt her to death. So the ground is prepared. She's put half in into the ground and she's pelted to death. As she's been pelted, Sahaba radiallahu anhum are around because وَلْيَشَدْ عَذَابَهُمْ أَطَائِفَةٌ مِّنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ As Khalid radiallahu anhu, such a great Sahabi, he is pelting this lady. And then one droplet of blood from this lady who committed zina had spilt onto his templates. Khalid radiallahu anhu wiped that blood out in disgust and he said certain words that were not becoming of his tatter. Sahaba radiallahu anhum, when they heard him, said, Mahlan ya Khalid, Khalid, what are you saying? Hold back, don't say that. Astaghfirullah. We would say, how do you say that? We would say, but we're stoning a lady who committed zina. She's the greatest sinner of the time. What's wrong in what I'm saying? Nabi Sam said, oh Khalid, although she committed a sin, لَقَدْ تَابَتْ تَوْبَةً لَوْ تَابَهَا صَاحِبُ مَقْسٍ لَغُفِرَ لَهُ This lady, despite her sin, made such sincere tawbah, turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in forgiveness, in istighfar. Even the person who commits the most major and heinous of crimes and sins in today's time, if he has to make that tawbah, Allah will forgive him. The greatest sin. In another, another narration, personality, the lady is being pelted to death because of committing zina. She was a married lady. Umar radiallahu anhu at the end, Nabi Sallallahu is preparing. He says, lay the janazah in front. And Nabi Sallallahu is about to perform the salatul janazah. Nabi Sallallahu Umar radiallahu says, Ya Rasulullah, to salli aliha waqad zanat. You're going to perform the salatul janazah of this lady who committed zina. She committed the act of zina and you are going to perform her salatul janazah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, oh, oh Umar, oh Umar, be careful of what you are saying. Be careful. This lady made such tawbah you don't know about. I've been informed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, such tawbah. لو تاب لو قسمت بين السبعين من أهل المدينة لوسعتهم. If we have to divide her tawbah for seventy households, it's sufficient. Now, important for us to be careful. Sometimes we may see a person in a sin. Hold your thoughts, hold your tongue, and be careful of saying anything. Absolutely guarded on what we say. Yer Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is even. Cautioning Sahaba to say, be guarded regarding even the sinful. Forget about just any person in society. La the subbul amwat, Nabi Sam said. Don't ever vilify, foul mouth, speak bad about the dead. Any person who has passed on, don't speak bad about him. There is some explanation, but the broad principle, Nabi Sam said, don't speak bad. Fa innahum qad afdaw ila ma qaddamu. Listen, the dead man and the mayyit, he's gone to the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What you see, you're going to stand accountable for it. Whether the person made tawbah and the tawbah was accepted, 
what was the position of the person just before he passed away, in what condition, you know not. Therefore hold your tongue, be very careful and guarded about it. Don't say anything. Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu again, his uh, daughter had been accused of committing adultery. Hadithul ifk, better known as the entire incident, and certain Sahaba radiallahu had fallen prey to the accusation. Amongst them was Mistah radiallahu anhu. He also radiallahu committed dina. Na'udhu billah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exonerated her. Ten long verses were revealed in Surah An-Nur to show that she is free from that allegation and accusation. Mistah radiallahu was the relative of Abu Bakr radiallahu. Abu Bakr radiallahu used to freely spend on him. He was not by the means, mistah. He was in trying times. So Abu Bakr radiallahu used to spend on him. When this incident took place, and mistah was also party to the accusation, Abu Bakr radiallahu says, from that day, wallahi, he took a qasam, I'm not going to give my, my cousin anything. My relative, I'm not going to give him any money. And how often doesn't it happen sometimes in our circles that there is someone we favor, we have a soft spot, we do certain things for him, and then something goes wrong. Something goes wrong. And a person says, cut him off, don't invite him, he mustn't come for my wedding. Son gets married also, he's not invited, take him out of the list. Yeah, Abu Bakr radiallahu, this is what he did. He says, I'm not going to give him. Yeah, it was a valid reason. Because he did accuse. Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu was cautioned. Ayat were revealed from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Call Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. وَلَا يَأْتَلِ أُلُو الْفَضْلِ مِنْكُمْ وَالْقُرْبَى وَالْمَسَاكِينَ وَالْمُهَاجِرِينَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ وَالْيَعْفُوا وَالْيَسْفَحُوا Despite that, Nabi Wasallam said, Oh Abu Bakr, you have to break that custom of yours. You have to continue giving mistah radiallahu. Your cousin, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed verses to say, continue favoring and gifting and being good to him. His relationship with his Allah has been mended. He sorted out his affairs with his Allah. You continue giving him. The lesson, again, the lesson being driven home for every one of us, that we have to be guarded with regards to what we say to people around us in society. One person by the name of Hatim, he was a muhaddith, great muhaddith of his time. But better known, ulama will know, now when we read the sanad and the chain of narrators, we see an Hatim al-Asam. Hatim al-Asam refers to the person. But Hatim radiallahu was not deaf. How did he become a muhaddith? How does he teach if he's deaf? He was not deaf. But there was an incident that took place. Only one lady came into the gathering. She came and she said, Hazrat, what a question to ask. Even before she could ask the question, she let some uh, she, people around all heard. Immediately, Hadim sensed that this lady is feeling ashamed. Fatasamama. Hatim pretended that he's deaf. He said, when you speak, speak loudly. He said, Allahu Akbar. 
Alhamdulillah, at least Hazrat never heard it. Then she asked the question, Hatim radiallahu who gave the answer, she was so satisfied that she was not embarrassed in front of the great muhaddis and she turns away. After that day, just due to Hatim radiallahu who seen to the feelings of this lady, he was known as Hatim the deaf. But he was not deaf. He pretended to be deaf. Pretended to see to the feelings of that lady. Zaid bin Sana, Zaid ibn Sana, eventually becomes radiallahu. Initially he's a Jewish rabbi. Zaid bin Sana, he says that, مَا مِنْ عَلَامَاتِ النُّبُوَّةِ إِلَّا وَقَدْ عَرَفْتُهَا فِي وَجِ مُحَمَّدْ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ إِلَّا ثَنِينَ لَمْ أَخْبُرْهُمَا مِنْهُ You talk about the signs of prophethood. I've read it all in the life of Nabi ﷺ. Not in the books. I've read it all in the life of Nabi ﷺ. He's walking the talk. Two things, I haven't put him to the acid test. Two things, I haven't seen that. But for me to verify these two qualities that are in, that are highlighted in our books, in previous scriptures, I have to have a very close relationship to, with him. Number one is, يَسْبِقُ حِلْمُهُ جَهْلَهُ وَلَا يَزِيدُهُ شِدَّةُ الْجَهْلِ عَلَيْهِ إِلَّا حِلْمًا His tolerance surpasses his ignorance. And the more you ignorant to him, increases in tolerance. I said, let me test Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Let's see how tolerant he can be. So Zaid is still a Jewish person, a rabbi, and he says, comes to Nabi looks for an opportunity, and there he finds it. Ali radiallahu comes, he says, Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi See, there's a group of people, they have become Muslim. Unfortunately, they are in very trying times, below the bread line. When Nabi heard this, that these Muslims are below the bread line, immediately, Ali, what's in the treasure house? Quickly bring it. Ali Rani says, Ya Rasulullah, no need for even me going to check. There is nothing. We're exhausted. No funds. There's no money. Nabi is worried. can see the face of Nabi is pale, worried and concerned. Why? Due to the poverty of a group of Muslims. Inshallah, Allah give us the tawfiq and we have the sifat of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Nabi said, but there's no funds available. How do we see to the needs of these people? Nabi is parishan, worried, concerned, restless. Zaid, Zaid, Zaid bin Sahana, this Jewish, he saw the opportunity. He says, there's it. Nabi is in a corner, he's in a spot, he's in a fix, he requires help. There's no one to forward him any help. Immediately he comes. He says, Ya Rasulullah, I can forward the cash. He says, no problem. Conditions. He says, you sell to me the kajur of a certain orchard. Nabi some said, wait, hold on. We have to just make everything sharia compliant. Your condition is incorrect. This would be the condition. And it was all accepted. No problem. Forward me the cash. And I will have to pay you kajur on a future date. All fixed. So Nabi Sallallahu said, okay, let's take the cash. Not for himself. Not for the organization. Give it to the poor. Every cent must go. Give it to all of them. Give this poor people. 
on the agreed time, two days before, two days before, Zaid bin Sana comes and he realizes that listen, Kajuri is not ready, it's not ripe. Now we're going to test the tolerance of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So he comes, فَأَخَذَ بِمَجَامِئِ قَمِيسِهِ He held Nabi Sallam from behind by his, by his kurta and he dragged and he pulled Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam looks up behind. And this Zaid is holding him and he says, Ya Muhammad, imagine someone talks to your father like that. Before even asking him what happened, you put him down. Nabi Sallam said, Immediately, he says, pay me my haq, ya Muhammad, you haven't paid me. Umar radiallahu anhu, Zaid bin Sana says, I saw Umar. Umar radiallahu anhu was next to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He says his eyeballs were orbiting in his socket. You know, as if it was going round and round. Umar radiallahu anhu is red, bloodshot red. He says, excuse me, Bambawi, I will kill you. In, in our terms, you will say, I'll kill you, my man. He says, hey, what happened? You're going to kill me? Nabi Sam says, Omar, inna kunna ahwaj min ghayri hadha. Umar, you're not supposed to speak like that. Me and him both are deserving of a better speech than that. How do you speak like that? Ya Rasulullah, what must I say? He says, why don't you tell me, ya Muhammad, Pay him on time. Why don't you tell him, O Zaid, be cordial in how you speak to our mentor and guide and leader. Aman, we, we, we can't strike a balance. Don't speak like that. Umar says, Ya Rasulullah, okay. Understood, point taken. On the appointed day, Nabi Sam calls Umar Islah now. Now it's a time for reformation. He doesn't call Ali who's in charge of the treasury. He says, Umar, come here Umar. Umar radiallahu anhu comes, he says, Ya Rasulullah, Labbaik. He says, I want you, you know that uh, Zaid, we owe him some kajur. Ya Rasulullah, naam. Go and give him the amount that is due to him. Wazidhu ishrina sa'an makana ma ru'tahu bihi. And I want you to give him 20 sa approximately, give and take, 60 kajur of Kilos of kajur extra. 60 kilos extra. Why? Because of the way you spoke to him. Umar radiallahu comes to the treasury, collects the kajur, and he says, Zaid, this is your Jew. And this is the extra. So he says, okay. Umar, extra for what? He says, Nabi Wasallam said, I must give you extra for the way I spoke to you. Allahu Akbar. You know how much we love to be given our employees for the way we speak to them. The amount of bonuses they will collect if Nabi Sam was alive to say, you, 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 you swore him, right? Give him so much extra. Give him a bonus. Not 13, give him 18th check now. Yeah. How do you speak to him? He's in son. Will you speak to your father? Don't you know he's a father to someone else? That's how you speak to him. So Zaid said, what? You're giving me 20 sa, 60 kilos of kajur extra for the way I, you spoke to me. So he says, yes, Nabi Sam ordered. Zaid turns to Umar. He says, Umar, you know me. Atarifuni. Umar says, I don't know who you Who are you? He says, I'm Zaid. He said, Zaid the rabbi? 
says, yes, I'm Zidarebai. So, I mean, if you are a man of knowledge, why do you treat Nabi Sam like that? He says, listen, I put Nabi Sam to the acid test. I was looking for that quality of tolerance. I found it now, O oh, Umar. Ashadu an la ilaha illallah. Wa ashadu anna Muhammad Rasulullah. I want to become a Muslim now. And perhaps many a times, you are transacting, you are in, you are dealing, you in some agreement, you in some engagement to whichever level, social, economic, any level with some kafir. You limiting it to a business deal. Wallahi brothers, many a time he's testing your Islam. He doesn't want to know the truth of Islam in the books. He's read enough. He wants to see whether you believe in the truth that you have. Are you walking the talk? Do you have it in you? Are you a walking Muslim? Are you an embodiment of the sifat of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Then they want to embrace the deen of Islam. We are ambassadors of the homes, wherever it may be. We need to realize that. Umar radiallahu is excited. He says, Ya Rasulullah. Take Zaid. He says, Ya Rasulullah. Zaid became Muslim. Zaid wants to become Muslim. He says, what happened? He says, no, he became Muslim. He wanted to test the level of your tolerance. And now he became a Muslim. He has tested it. Now he's very happy. Very happy. The lesson for us. Nabi Sallallahu saw to the feelings of even Zaid the Rabbi, the Jew. That was the reason for him embracing the deen of Islam. The kafir. How important it is for us to be careful and very sensitive to the feelings of people around. We heard, not bygone days, not very long ago. He says, what if the neighbor gets that smell? No, I'm not saying don't have rice. Have the rice. No problem. Send something for the neighbor if possible. Or if you're in such an environment where no one smells, by, by all means. But if someone is passing by, then give him a, a something, a piece or two. But Nabi Sallallahu be, be careful of the feelings of people. Amongst the Akabir, there was one of them who was a diabetic. He was diabetic. Someone came to him and they brought to him one box of mitai. Box of mitai is diabetic, yet he's on parhezi, meaning he's not eating too much of sweet meats. When the person brought it, he's so happy, he said, Hazrat, Hazrat, I brought for you mitai. Hazrat put the sweet meats in front. Allahu Akbar, Allah reward you so much. He told him, from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you for this gift. He said, Ji Hazrat, chaklo, I have one tasty little bit. Hazrat didn't say I'm diabetic. He opened up the box, he cut one piece, he put it in his mouth, Subhanallah, this is so tasty. Where you bought it from? So taste this one. Put another piece in his mouth. Allah reward you so much, let me go share with my family also. But where you bought it from? By next day another box came. So the family said, Hazrat, you are diabetic, you asking him where you bought it from, and you even tasted it. He said, I didn't want to break the heart of the person. He was so ecstatic and happy. He brought one gift for me. I didn't want to break his heart. And how so easily we break the feelings of people. We say things. Person gives you a gift. Person says something. Whatever it is. No need for examples. But for us to be sensitive of the feelings of people around us in society. Absolutely cautious. Mulana Hussein Azhar Rahimahullah. 
he was one of the Asatiza in Deoband. Imagine such a great Ustad in the mother of all institutes, of many institutes we would say Deoband. Great Ustad. So as he's walking home, people used to notice en route on that one road, Azad will come, take out his shoes, hold it in his hand, tiptoe at a certain distance, put his shoes on, and he'll continue with the journey. And one day his students, they noticed this was his routine. He always did this. Someone came and says, we noticed that on a certain portion of your route, you always take out your shoes, you walk very carefully, tiptoe, at a certain distance you put it on, and you continue. What's this all majara? What are you doing? Mulana Hussein didn't want to give the answer eventually. See, on that road that I'm taking, on that exact road that I'm taking, there's a very old prostitute who lives there, very old. Due to her extreme old age, this loose lady doesn't get any more customers. Don't get customers. So I walk tiptoe because if she hears, it may put her hopes up to say possible client and wait for a knock on the door. I didn't want to even shatter the hopes of even a loose lady. Person who's doing haram. I didn't want to break her feelings also. That's why I would walk in that manner. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq. Inna Allah hashtara min al-mu'minina anfusahum wa amwalahum bi anna lahumul jannah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has purchased the hearts of the believers. Every person's heart has been purchased by Allah in lieu of jannah. We all desire jannah. Every person who desires jannah, we're not talking about the awliya and the friends of Allah. We're talking about hurting the feelings of ordinary people. The ordinary people. If you hurt the feelings of the friends of Allah, man adali waliyan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you hurt the feelings of my friend, my very special bondsman, then I'll fight that war with you. I am ready to be that opponent. So we need to be careful how we speak against ulama, against the the uh, the different great scholars we have and forget about big big scholars you don't know who's the hazrat in your area you'll never know never know ordinary person ordinary person in society so he mentioned his dream that he had about nabi sallallahu business deal went sour something went wrong someone had oppressed him so they sat down and they eyed everything out. So this person is telling him, see, by, listen, we can forget about it. We can forget about it. But listen, you really hurt me and it's paining me. And I'm not too sure how I'm going to forgive you. I've forgiven you, but I don't know how I'm going to forgive you. That's all he said. And he kept it. Everything was over. Person went home. This person went home in the night. It's troubling him by, I told this person, I'll forgive you, but I don't know how I'm going to forgive you. I said that, but, he read two rakats of namaz, he picked up his hand. He says, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, what if on the day of Qiyamah, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam wants to intercede on behalf of that person, and I said, but, 
And then Nabi Sam says, Oh my Ummati, can you please forgive him because I want to take him to Jannah. Imagine Nabi Sam asking me to forgive him. I'll be so ashamed and embarrassed. Ya Allah, from the bottom of my heart I forgive him. Totally, 100% I forgive him. I'll meet him like a normal brother. Like my normal brother, I'll meet him as of today. And he made the, that intention, he made the dua and he went to sleep. That night he had ziyarat of Nabi Wasallam. So I asked him, how often you have ziyarat? He says, every now and then. <laughs> Subhanallah. Every now and then. Ordinary person. Who's the friend of Allah? You don't know. So be careful of who we hurt. Anyway, he had the dream. In this dream, he sees Nabi Wasallam. The angels are around. Sahaba Ikram, Khulafa Rashidun are around. This person is rushing. Like normal, he would meet Nabi Sam in the dream. So he comes. Jibreel Ali Salam says, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, you can't go. Can't go meet Hazrat. He says, what do you mean I can't meet? He says, no, something happened yesterday. So he, Jibreel Ali Salam says, hold on, all happened in the dream. So he comes. Nabi Salam says, no, 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 allow him to come because before going to sleep, he made two rakas of namaz and he forgave that person. <laughs> so tell him, come, I can meet him now. Tell him, come, he can come. How careful we have to be about the feelings of people, how we speak, how we act and what we do. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant each one of us tawfiq. As we said, inna Allah hashtara min al-mu'minin. Every person's heart has been purchased by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You break the feelings of someone's heart, that heart belongs to Allah. That heart belongs to Allah. Let us be very careful, cautious. And the important thing of how do we rectify and control ourselves? Important thing is have some friend of Allah and tell him, please help me on this pathway of rectifying myself. I want to clean my heart. I want to become a better person. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq wa akhir dawanani. Alhamdulillah.